Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And um, we're excited to have you guys back here today for this wonderful episode. We did want to mention that next week we are going to be taking a little break in between um, Christmas and the New Year's. So don't worry. We'll be back the next week after. And we have so many exciting topics and guests coming up for the new year. Um, obviously, we still want to hear from you about what you want to hear. So DM us, email us, whatever Um whatever way you want to get in touch with us and let us know what you want us to talk about. We love hearing your suggestions. Um, that's the anxiety chicks at gmail.com. Um, Taylor, before we get into today, I just want to check in and see how you're doing. Doing good, but I'm excited for this episode because I experienced a setback. If you listen to the previous episode and that's someone, someone messaged me and they said, how do you handle setbacks? And how do you get back on track? Because you feel like you did all these things to get better, right? You've worked on your anxiety. You feel like you've taken 10 steps forward. And then something happens because things happen to all of us. And you feel like you're five steps back. And how in the heck can I make it back to those five steps forward? And then you're like, oh my gosh, it's Christmas week. And I know personally, my friend, she got laid off um, literally right before the holidays. And then I was talking to another friend and he worked at a company for 20 years and just got laid off. And I saw online that tons of these companies are laying off 10 to 20% of their employees. And I mean, I get it though. Like they can't handle the the economy we're in right now. So it's just like, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle right before the holidays. I mean, I remember talking to my friend and I'm like, it's such a blessing that your husband works, but like, what if, and she, this is the friend that's due in February. So she oh had gosh. she had six weeks of maternity leave paid that she doesn't get to use, and so it's just like that's a lot. That's oh a lot gosh, of people, and amazing. I know she's not the only one. If she's the if she's going through that, that means tons of people are going through that. And then not to mention, I don't know about you, but how they said that you know flu season normally starts kind of right after Christmas, and this year <laughs> it's you know like November, and then we're seeing the spike yeah. in RSV with all the babies, yeah. the sweet little babies. And COVID. Yeah. And so it's like, I know a lot of people, November was hard for them. 
Yeah. And mostly like the end of November and then going into December. And so now you're like, oh my gosh, it's Christmas week, right? Yeah. And I have to go present my best self to my family and all these people. Some people see like their whole big family once or twice a year. Right. And it's right. at these big events, you know, and then you have to do all the catching up. And it's like, oh yeah. my gosh, we have to pretend to be happy when we're just like not feeling it. But like even even like without any setback, that's stressful for people. Yeah. <laughs> even Which if we have an episode on that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Even if like you're actually nothing, you know, you're you're OK and your job's consistent and you're fine and, you know, you, you're not grieving. You know, I, uh, I was about to say we almost forgot about that. Yeah. Like all that stuff, even even without all that, like the holidays can be so stressful um, and family can actually be a part of that. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but then if you add another layer on it, like the setbacks and, and that's actually interesting that you, you brought that up with you. That's why I wanted to hear. It seems like you're doing, you're doing better and everything's kind of healing and everything. Yeah. But then I like, you know, in the part of the back of my brain, it's like the last time I had COVID, I felt like it afterwards I experienced anxiety. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what if that happens again to me? Because mm. then I had all my PVCs kind of come back. And so I was, I'm like almost on edge about it happening again. And then it's like, oh, well, what if this infection comes back? And it's some of those thoughts that I have to like work on attacking a lot more than I would be. And then it's like, okay, I missed like half of December being sick. And so I feel sad about that because I'm like, oh my gosh, how's it Christmas this week? Right. You know, like I didn't go see lights. I didn't do all the Christmas things I normally do. And so like, that's sad. And that's why I was like, okay, Christmas might look a lot different for people this year. And then I, and then just now with us talking, I thought about you and how, yeah, people have lost loved ones in the last few months. Yeah. And And I think this will be the first Christmas. Right. That's what I was just going to say, actually. I think that, you know, I've mentioned this before that this is going to be the first Christmas without my dad. And for anyone that, that, you know, has lost someone, I'm, I'm so sorry. And I know, um, I know it, it doesn't necessarily like it gets a little lighter maybe, but like I know the firsts of the first year of everything when you lose someone is definitely like more intense. The grief is more intense. And so, yeah, that's going to be something um, that I think is is worth um, just like sitting with if you are. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll just say from my perspective, as far as grief goes, you know, um, you know, we say, we talk about setbacks, but I think a lot of the things that we go through in life really teach us lessons mm-hmm. and create a better sense of like um, strength that we didn't even know we had, <laughs> that mm-hmm. we have to kind of just push through things that are like out of our control, you know, like losing a job. You don't have much control over that if, if you're not the one that chose to do it, um, like losing someone you love. No, we don't yeah. have control over. So, um, you know, that does kind of tap into so much of the anxiety around this time of year um, on top of all the other like pressures, like financial pressure. Like if, if you guys celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or some other holiday um, during this time of year that you financially is really stressful, yeah. you have to get presents or like you're cooking or stuff like that. Um, and then there's other pressures with family. It's just so many layers and you can kind of, I think with you, I, it makes sense why you feel like maybe you would have a setback because your health is a huge trigger for you. Yeah. And this was a huge moment for you as far as like having to move through something that you were so scared of every single second. Mm -hmm. And so now that you're like, so I'm curious. So now that you're here, 
and it's kind of getting closer to like Christmas Day and like, you know, the holidays really, I feel like these two weeks are actually like all, all the holiday, you know, rolled into yeah. two weeks. Um, how are you handling that? Like, how do you feel like you're going to get through I think it? That's, I think that's why I sent you this topic is because, you know, I just got through that. <laughs> and so okay. I'm like, I, I think about how I got COVID and the infection. I didn't get the flu and I didn't get RSV. And so I'm having to be around a lot of people. My husband's mm. Christmas party, family coming in town. We just had family who that just left yesterday. Um, and it's triggering. I mean, my one of my family members was coughing a lot and I was I got I felt very mm. scared. I felt very, yeah. very scared. And um so that's something I'm having to work through. Like, even if I will be okay, you know, I have to remind myself that. But it sucks because that's a setback to me because I can't fully enjoy myself. Because I'm right. sitting there listening to this person's cough, like in my head, thinking, Oh, I'm about to go down in two days again. And it's triggering because I just got through it. So it's like, I, yeah, I shouldn't be assuming the worst and I shouldn't be expecting the worst. And people have coughs sometimes and that's okay. Um, but that sucked because that is a mm. setback. And so how I'm working through it is reminding myself that, okay, one, people cough. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy to have to remind yourself that. No, but, but when you yeah. have health anxiety, it's like you have to remind yourself that before all these sicknesses, people coughed. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, you know, the weather's cold, it's dry. Um, and that can happen too. Um, look at what I got through. Yeah. So the setback yeah. is the hardest part, right? Mm -hmm. Like what you experienced losing your dad, me right. being sick right. and that infection, that was the hardest part. Right. That was the hardest day you experienced when you've got that phone call or you heard about whatever, that was your hardest day. In that yeah. moment, truly hearing that, except like accepting that and feeling that and taking that in, you have made it through a hundred percent of your hardest days. Yeah. And I, so I like know. telling myself that is like, even if I will be okay. So I guess affirmations, I don't know if you do that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I talk about affirmations on my page on Instagram yeah. for so much. Yeah. And, and, um, I, I kind of like explain how it works to, to do affirmations because it's some people just don't the concept to them feels very like inauthentic it just feels like yeah. how does that even go like I can't I'm telling myself something I don't really believe it but the actual work of affirmations doesn't mean just telling yourself something it's a mindset shift and it also has to do with like how the brain works so the, the reason why affirmations work is because our brain is has like neuroplasticity. And so the more like we talk a lot about habits and how if you want to change a habit, I think research says it takes like 21 days or something if you do something in a row to actually make that habit just be automatic. And that's kind of how our brain works. If we practice an exercise in our brain every day, our brain is going to start believing that. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like a muscle. We have to make it stronger. So that's literally just the like 30 second snippet of like why affirmations actually work is because your brain starts to believe what you tell it because the brain starts to believe repetitive exercises. It's just like any other muscle in our body that we want to like strengthen. Um, but that's not the only, you know, there's so many other ways to 
help with your mindset shift. That's what it sounds like you're talking about. Like this time of year, it's really more, it's, it's so much more important for you right now, since you went through all of that during the holidays for you to maybe, you know, like, like write those affirmations down and, you know, like put them around or some coping statements and put them like around where you can see them visually. Maybe you wouldn't have to do that in June. You know what I mean? Like this time of year, it's you want to kind of like up the ante on your self-care and on how to do that mindset work for the next two weeks. That's going to be like the healing part for you. And that's kind of how it is for me too, when it comes to grieving with the holiday season. Like I want to make sure that I am, um, you know, spending the days that I know would be really, really hard for me missing my dad with people that make me feel safe and people that make me feel like loved. Um, I want to honor the traditions that I did with him, but then I also want to start new traditions. You know, I Mm -hmm. don't necessarily think I need to do every single thing exactly the same that we did together, but I do want to honor some things that he loved Christmas. Like, and so we're going to, we've thought of a lot of different ways we're going to honor him during Christmas, which I've already even started by decorating. He was obsessed with like decorating. Um, But then, uh, and then we're starting like newer traditions. So, um, and that's just something that I think when it comes to grief, um, anyone that's listening will kind of understand that that's actually really healthy to start new traditions while honoring your loved one. Um, but that's kind of how I'm going to handle this setback. Right. And, and I want to, it's really hard still to have those memories and talk about it. But again, with grief, you kind of need to sit with it, cry, like allow yourself to feel it, have a relationship with it. That isn't like, that isn't just pushing it away. It's really embracing it. Um, but you know, the next couple of weeks, I know it's going to be more heavy for me. So like one thing I, I do think also that can be really helpful when you have any kind of setback, but during this time of year, um, you might be inclined to like want to make like really big changes because sitting with whatever feeling you have is real uncomfortable. So maybe it's like, oh, you lost your job. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I need to do this and this. And that has to do with control too, right? Like, oh, I need to, mm-hmm. you know, I need to do this and make sure I'm like on the, on the, um, you know, LinkedIn, I'm updating all this stuff and just going through the motions. Like I need to do this right away. First of all, no one's really hiring in the next two weeks. So they're probably not even looking at your stuff. Um, but you know, second of all, it's like you try and avoid making any kind of like extreme choices when you're highly emotional, you know, mm-hmm. or extreme changes. So sort of just like if you're able to just sit with the discomfort with people that you love and just like breathe, um, again, the self-care, take some time, maybe move your body and doing some yoga is amazing and recognizing that um, whatever you need, maybe you just need to watch some Hallmark movies or, you know, you need to make sure that you're not doing anything too intense for your mind or your body. And you just need to relax and you need to, you know, watch like funny things. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking that just came to my mind, like the avoiding extreme like changes or decisions when you're like highly emotional, you know? Yeah. That goes with like, I found this thing of nine steps to overcome a, a setback. And like you said, I like this quote, it said, accept the reality that a life worth living risks setbacks. Mm, yes. So yeah, everyone you meet in life has experienced a setback. Yep. Yep. Um, and when we go through them, not if we go through them, when we go through them is where growth and 
so much beautiful stuff happens in those moments. And I've learned that going through what I just went through. I know that I'm equipped. And that's why I said, like, even if something happens to me, like I get the flu or something else, I know I'm equipped to get through it and I will be strong and I will carry that strength from what I just went through into the next event in life because no one's life is, is not full of setbacks. Like their recovery is not linear in any way, shape or form. And that can mean immediately 10 years from now, 20 years from now, mm-hmm. you may experience something with, if you struggle with mental health, that will take you back five steps, but you need to make it a necessity to recover and keep processing and keep progressing because you can't sit in that setback. And right. I had to remind myself that is like, cause I feel like in the past, especially with health anxiety, it's easy to sit in the setback. Oh my so gosh. You go five steps back and you're like, I'm just so tired. I, I, there's just the negative talk, right? Negative Mm -hmm. self-talk comes in and it's like, I can't get through this. I can't go back. I'll never recover. I'll never be back to where I was. This is who I am now. All my work for nothing, right? Are those the thoughts that you hear too? Yeah. It's like, I did all that work for nothing. It's, uh, Mm -hmm. I I failed and it's not a failure. It's a setback. There's a difference between failing and a setback. Yeah. Um, and then you need to accept that failure happens on the way to success. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're having that setback because you were on your way to growing. If you totally. were on your way to growing, there would be no setback. Right. If yeah. you're at ground zero, you're at ground zero and there's no setback to happen. So that shows. Yeah. So look at yourself and reflect inward. I'm so proud of myself for the growth I have made. And it's okay if we went five steps back today. Totally. That's what I tell myself. I'm like, wow, look at like how far I think back to when I first developed panic disorder. And I'm like, there was no room for setbacks. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I couldn't have had one. But now yeah. that I've made it this far when something happens to me. Yeah, there's a lot of room for a setback because I've yeah. made it so far. Well, like, but the good news is, is I'll make it back. Right. But also back with your panic disorder, that was your setback. Like it, that entire that was, yeah. time of your panic disorder, that. You, you didn't have tools that you have now, but you still made it through that and look where you are now because of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you have that experience that I don't think anyone would want to have to, like I would never say, oh, you have to experience this. No one wants to, but that yeah. wasn't like your fault. You know, like any type of mental, everyone, you guys hear me talk about this all the time on my page and we talk about this on the podcast all the time, but Anything having to do with mental illness or mental health is never your fault. No. So, and I like that you said like failure versus setback because honestly, I hate even that we have the word failure because what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, we're going off on like a tangent here, but still, I I just think that being able to say to yourself, a setback definitely is not failure. I mean, healing mm-hmm. is not linear. And so this time of year, like I said, um, at the beginning of the of the episode is so hard for so many people, even without setbacks, quote unquote. It's yeah. just a hard time of year. And then put in the mix if something had happened the last couple of weeks or couple of months that really kind of was triggering for you or has brought up a lot of um just a lot of, you know, mental health, recovery issues, you know, you've been through a lot and maybe you need to schedule and I, I don't know. 
if your therapist is doing this or if anyone's, you know, so many people aren't working, but if you need to schedule like a couple sessions for this week, um, before the holidays, before they have off, or maybe you need to schedule a couple, like I know for me, I'm like, oh, my acupuncture, I need to definitely need to get that in before, you know, she's gone. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to be okay with making decisions based on what I want to make my decisions on. Let's face it, there's no escaping stress. Not only is it at the root of everything that makes life feel harder, like sleep loss and low energy, it's also linked to some of the world's toughest health problems like depression, obesity, high blood pressure, and even heart disease. While you can't outrun stress, you can stay healthy by outsmarting it. On its own, Just Thrive's new all-natural mood management product, Just Calm, works like a charm to help you flip the switch on stress and overwhelm. In fact, Just Calm's proprietary ingredients have been clinically proven to do almost the unimaginable, easily help you manage stress, improve sleep quality and energy, and even encourage better focus and flow. And get this, because your gut produces 95% of your serotonin, or your happy chemical, when you pair Just Calm with Just Thrive's award-winning probiotic, which we absolutely love, you've got an unbeatable total body health recipe that'll have you winning the day every day. Right now, you can get 15% off site-wide or grab this dynamic duo of a Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code ANXIETYCHICKS at checkout. Believe me, you'll want to try this. So you guys know that I've been talking about how sluggish I've been feeling lately and how just I've been not feeling like my usual energetic self. And I want to talk to you today about Element because it's been helping me get so much energy and replenish my electrolytes, especially after, you know, I go out with some friends and maybe I have a glass of wine or two. The next morning, I can feel at my ripe age of 42, very hard to motivate myself to get up. Element is awesome because it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means a lot of salt with no sugar. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio with 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams potassium, and 60 milligrams magnesium. With none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, and no BS. Electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. When you sweat, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium. Athletes can lose up to seven grams per day. So when sodium is not replaced, it's common to experience muscle cramps and fatigue. Like I said, I've been using this a couple times a week. I used to have another electrolyte powder that I used and it's not as delicious and it doesn't make me half as energetic as Element. And Element's used by everyone from the NBA to NFL to Olympic athletes. So right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash anxietychicks. That's drinklmnt.com slash anxietychicks. This deal is only available through our link, so you must go to drinklmnt.com slash anxietychicks. Anxietychicks. 
Let's face it, typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. Filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with 5 grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills in most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. My niece and nephew love Haya so much. They had so much fun decorating their Haya bottles with the stickers that come with the first order. It's such a cool thing just to have your kids be able to play a part in this whole thing. So we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamins. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash AnxietyChicks. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash anxiety chicks and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Boundaries are also really important this time of year. Like you were talking about having to go to a family event or even a work event or some type of event where you are not, you know, you're not your best self. Maybe you don't even really want to be there. Maybe you feel an obligation and I understand. And it's hard for you to say no, but maybe boundary setting means like, okay, I'm only going to go for an hour or two. I don't, I'm not going to stay. And that's my boundary. And I need to do that for me. So that was the next step. It's a choose how you'll respond and the meaning you give to the moment. So Mm. choosing how you're going to respond to the setback. So, okay, my boundary is I'm going to go to this holiday event for an hour. I'm going to bring my best self I'm not going to bring my my baggage. I'm going to bring my best self for that hour because I can mm-hmm. do that. It's mm-hmm. one time a year, right? Um, and that's what I'm going to give. I'm going to allow myself to do that yeah. even during the setback. Yeah. And then yes. it says fall in love with the effort, not the result. So say you said you're going to give mm. yourself that hour. You're going to show up and you're going to present prevent pre- uh, present your best self. So say you show up and 45 minutes in, you just can't do it. Right. But you did yeah. those 45 minutes and that's totally. amazing. Yes. And don't, that's I, I really like that point, actually. You know, say you give yourself like, OK, from six to seven is when I'm going. Yeah. If a half hour, 45 minutes go by and you're just thinking to yourself, you know what? I did this. that I really just need to go. I'm just really, really um, needing to be outside of this environment right now. It's not healthy for me right now. Then leave. Like, yeah. All of that is part of knowing what you need for yourself. That is so important mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks. And that's part of the compassion piece and feeling graceful for yourself, you know? Um, I, I do think that 
being able to kind of show up as your best self can be really hard, even if you're like going for an hour. Sometimes people, you know, might not even be able to do that. And when they say their best self, you know, I would say for me, you know, I think about the time where I just, you know, didn't feel like a heaviness of any heavy emotions. Um, not there, far and few in between in my life. But I do know there were some moments um, the last couple years where I def- definitely felt lighter and I felt like, you know, life is good um, for a couple days. Or like, you know, I didn't have that anxiety, that heaviness. Um, but I can't expect that I'm just going to be able to show up like that all the time everywhere. So yeah. it's okay. I am okay with not having to do that. But um, – but this time of year is very, can be very social and full of family and work and who knows. But yes, the boundaries, I like that. And and give yourself praise for the effort and and what you can do. Just be aware of really what you can do. Yeah, that's kind of just like all these things are preventing you from going to that negative self-talk and comp- and just continually setting yourself back. Because when we don't celebrate even the little things, which for a lot of people that's getting out of bed, we are causing so much negative self-talk in our mind and that is setting us back. And so even getting out of bed, congratulating yourself, celebrate that you put in effort because many people don't. Right. So if that's effort to you, that's a celebration. Some people might be like, getting out of bed, what? Like, I remember when I was going through the uh, infection thing and I had to take that antibiotic shot and the lady was like, okay, here's this antibiotic shot. I'm going to come check you in 15 minutes for a reaction. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that that was a celebration to me though. Whereas there's so many people who get sick all the time and get antibiotic shots and they don't even think twice about it. But to me, that was a celebration. A setback would have been, I can't do this. I got to go and like not doing it. But to me, that was a huge accomplishment. Some people might laugh at that, but that was huge to me. And so um, also restricting your setback to a specific situation and not your character. So the setback isn't your fault. Oh, yeah. 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 That's like what we were talking about before. Yes. Yeah. Like It's not your fault that this happened to you. It's not Mm -hmm. you did nothing wrong. You know, yeah. uh, you're not a yeah. failure. You did nothing wrong. Do not relate this setback in life to I'm a loser. I'm a failure. I can't do anything. This yeah. setback is just a situation. It's not a, it's a piece of you, not a, not, not your whole. It's just a, it's just a little speed bump. Yeah. I mean, and it sounds like, it sounds like for you, what, how you were talking about it in last week's episode and what happened with you it was so scary kind of in those moments that you were going through those days. But then when you kind of were able to contact that doctor that you really felt connected to and you started seeing some healing going on, you felt like so empowered. I could see you were so like, you just, you just seemed empowered and more confident that you could get through anything. And so in the moment, I'm sure, you know, you had such a, it just felt so like it was going to last forever and that you were never going to feel differently. You felt you so anxious. Do you want me to be anxious. honest? Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the moment, I was like, I don't even want to post about this because I'm so scared I'm going to die and then I'm going to be all over the news of like health anxiety. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I can't do this. But yeah, in that moment, it was like that setback was so freaking scary and I could have sat in it. You know, yeah. I could have I could have stayed in that setback. Um, yeah. And you're right. I did. I felt so empowered. I felt 
and setbacks are where the growth happens, right? It's like if yeah. we don't go through anything hard in life and life is so squishy lovey, that's kind of when life is scary. Life is kind of scary when it's too, too good, you know? I know that sounds weird, but we have- no, totally. We, we go through things in life to to make us strong. And I think about when I was a kid, my mom used to always like prevent us from going through hard things. Like she would always like- That's the helicopter. Yeah. She wanted us to, her intentions were so pure, you know, and she just never wanted life to be hard for us. But that is hard because when we got older and life was kind of on our own and these setbacks happened, I wasn't equipped. Yeah. And so- it's it's cool what setbacks and hard times can do for us to help us in the future and to handle bigger things. And so um, I encourage everybody after this podcast, if you're experiencing a setback or something, to write down four action steps you want to take to get from that setback to where you were and, you know, observe them. Yeah. Look at them. Take a few days to read them. You don't have to jump into action and freak out and be like, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to change my life and blah, blah, blah. Right, right. But what are four ways that you know can help you get back to where you were? And Mm -hmm. focus on that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. What advice do you have? What's helping you right now? I love that. Well, I'm even thinking, you know, this is something I didn't even bring up in the last 25 minutes we've been talking. But now that you said that like four steps, it reminds me back to even when I broke up with my boyfriend in July. I wasn't even thinking about the holidays. But guess what? The last month I've dreamt about him like so much. And I saw I've actually, that. I've actually been more, you know, sad and and missing him more this time of year. So that's our, that's come up again. <laughs> Those feelings yeah. have come up again because Which is okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. And and it was a special time for us last year. I haven't had many boyfriends through Christmas and the holidays. Yeah. So, you know, that was heavier. So I think yeah. about you saying like what four steps and I feel like those those action steps were so um like I, I was so action oriented back when I broke up with him that I felt like, okay, I'm doing all these steps and all this stuff. And it was, they, they did help. Like definitely, you know, if you guys haven't heard the, our breakup episode, a couple, um, a couple episodes ago with breakup bestie, she's so great. She gives you like action steps to kind of heal heartbreak and what you can do to overcome heartbreak. So listen to that. But, um, I was like, yes, all these action steps I was taking. But then as it comes up to the holidays, yeah, I I sort of was just like, yeah, I took these action steps, but I still wasn't feeling better. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, and even like when my dad died, like I was taking certain action steps, but wasn't really feeling the way that I thought they would make me feel. Mm -hmm. But I realized that they actually did help me like in the long run. I had to just sit with my feelings because what I was feeling with my dad was very intense grief. And also with great breaking up with my ex was actually grieving too. I had a loss. So yeah. I had heavy sadness and I was very anxious. And, um, you know, I became very scared when my dad died. I became very scared of my own health and all this stuff and mortality. So I did... Um, I would say that action steps are awesome because being able to kind of 
do something, like actually physically do something that makes you feel like change is happening, it can be really helpful for you. But also don't do that if you're running away from emotions or you think it's just going to like change your sadness or change your anxiety by doing those things. You almost like want to take action steps, but also figure out a way you can sit with the feeling of discomfort at the same time. Yeah. And talk to a therapist or talk to someone you know just about those heavy feelings. Let those feelings out. Um, really just try and sit with them and know that it's okay to feel uncomfortable and that feelings sometimes aren't comfortable. Um, but definitely like those action steps are important. Just don't think that, you know, taking these are going to totally change every – you have to kind of embrace every part of healing, you know. Absolutely. That's I kind like of that. what I would say. But I, I but I definitely feel like there's ways to get through the next couple weeks um with with you feeling some sense of joy, even mm-hmm. if you have some feelings of sadness and worry and fear, because feelings are temporary. And if you can at least identify, like maybe this is one of your action steps, identify in the next couple weeks who you can be around, like one or two people just to kind of be around that you can feel comfort comfort from. Maybe it's for like five minutes. Who knows? Um, or maybe there's something that you feel like you can do d- one new thing that you've never done in the next two weeks. Like maybe it's, you know, making sure that you're going for a walk for 10 minutes, like one day outside or something. I don't know. Just like pulling this stuff out of my head. Um, but I think that that's, that's really just important to, to try and feel compassion for yourself and know that you can, you're going to get through this and yeah, really just at the end of the day, think to yourself, was there any points in my day where I felt some kind of like contentment or joy today? And I bet you there at least was even a moment. And so mm-hmm. I want you to kind of hang on to that for sure. And know that one day you'll look back on these setbacks and be like, wow, look at all that growth I experienced. Look at how I got through those hard times and I'm so equipped now to get through anything. I'm bulletproof at this point. You know, yeah. like I feel that way. I feel like when I go through really, really hard times and anxiety is one of them, you know, like anyone yeah. who's, who was hit with debilitating anxiety knows that when you get to a point where you start feeling relief from the anxiety, you're like, wow, I'm, I'm strong as can be. And I'm sure like going through anxiety equipped me to be strong for the situations of like, you know, that though I fear like illnesses and sickness and all that, I'm more equipped to get through those things than in the past where everything was such a catastrophe when I went through things, yes. you know, such a, such a big drama thing where now I feel more in tune with my emotions and I'm more capable and you will be too. And that's the beauty of setbacks, finding the beauty in the darkness and, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. 100%. I love that. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm going to definitely take everything we talked about today yeah. uh, into stride because I feel like I wasn't even thinking about this and but I but I was it was affecting me. It wasn't yeah. at the forefront of my mind, but it's definitely affecting me. And I think now, because I even posted something last night just saying, why are my Sunday scaries so much worse? We're recording this on a Monday, you guys. That's why I'm saying this. Um, but I said, why are my Sunday scaries feel so much scarier right now? This, wow. it, it, you know, yeah. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally know because this week I have so much to do to get ready for the holidays, um, yep. stuff that I didn't do yet. Um, yep. stuff that I like financial stuff and then also yep. like figuring out schedule stuff. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's why. I, and also I have work this whole week that I need to get done before next <laughs> week, which is kind of, I'm taking a little break. Um, oh my God. The light, at the, I, the light at the end of the tunnel is your next week. Okay. Remind yourself that, but I, I feel for you. I feel like that's a, that's a whole other topic, but it's like so many t- like everyone's like, it's the most wonderful time. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I saw presents to buy for, it's expensive. <laughs> I have to cook this. I have a full-time job. It's like, that's a setback of its own, Allison. Yeah. Like what, like if going through all that and like, but knowing you will make it to Sunday. Yeah. This will all work out. It will soon yeah. be over. And yeah. next week you will be smooth sailing. Yes. Yes, exactly. So for anyone that's, that's, uh, you know, listening and totally can relate. We see you. We feel you. Let's yeah. get through the next couple of weeks together. You can always yes. DM the chicks if you're feeling really stressed out and we'll, uh, yeah. we'll give you a little bit of wisdom if you need it. But other than that, have such a great holiday and we really just hope that you're able to find some joy, um, even pockets of peace. That was kind of how I was explaining um, when I went through with my dad and Greg. It's... Oh, my ex, there's his name. Okay. Um, is like finding some pockets of peace every day, yeah. like just pockets of some type of peace. If you can do that, um, I think it can be really, really helpful for you. So we love you. And don't forget to follow us at the Anxiety Healer, Anxiety Chicks, Health underscore Anxiety. Um, if you live in Pennsylvania, feel free to go to allisonsepanhour.com. If you're looking for therapy, I can try and get you in. I had a couple spots just open up. Um, and also, you could subscribe to the Anxiety Healer and Health underscore Anxiety now for some exclusive healing content on our Instagram. Um, and just listen to all our episodes. Try and you know you, take this next two weeks to binge all of our episodes and hopefully... <laughs> It'll help you start off your year with some extra healing. And thank God for Amazon. Yes. Oh my gosh, I know. I, mean, I don't know if I want to say that. I mean, yeah, I know I know you're waiting I for know. your groceries, but you really can still love. order gifts and they arrive before Christmas. And I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know. It's like I have a love hate thing with Amazon. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Just I know. Because I know. it's like, yeah. <laughs> but true. Um, not sponsored, by the way. Uh, nah, okay. Okay. All right. We love Bye, you guys. guys. Bye. Have a great Christmas, Halloween. Wait, Halloween. Oh my gosh, yeah. Hanukkah. <laughs> if you're celebrating Halloween, I don't know, and New Year. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.